Hello, this is Volodymyr Anfimov from Kyiv and now you're listening Ukraine Under Siege, Russia's Unforgivable War. Let's start with yesterday's events on the Ukrainian front. At the front, fighting continues in all directions. The Russians are trying to attack. In the Kharkiv direction, the armed forces of Ukraine forced the enemies to withdraw. Due to the strike of the armed forces of Ukraine on the Russian military base in the occupied Melitopol, more than 200 Russian soldiers were liquidated and 300 were injured. Russian troops shelled several areas of Slavyansk at once, killing at least two people. On the outskirts of the region from Lysychansk there are heavy battles. All the forces of the Russian army are thrown there, all the reserves that they have. They are constantly trying to build crossings for the transfer of equipment. Meanwhile, the Ukrainian military is destroying Russian ammunition depots deep in the rear, slowing them down on the battlefield. And British Prime Minister Boris Johnson announced that the UK will transfer 10 more self-propelled artillery mounts to Ukraine. Advisor to the head of the office of the President of Ukraine, Mikhailo Podolyak, said that the total losses of the aggressor country Russia since the beginning of the full-scale invasion of Ukraine amount to 115,000 killed and wounded. He said that covert mobilization and the formation of new battalions continue in Russia because there are few trained units left and their combat effectiveness has fallen by 60-70% due to the loss of personnel and equipment. According to our information, the enemy began preparations for conscription in Berdyansk, where the leaders were ordered to submit lists of residents of houses of military age. The main condition for mobilization is a Russian passport, which is issued by the Russians in the occupied territories. We also know that the Russians again increased the pace of mobilization in the occupied Lugansk region. In particular, they took all of the men from the Lugansk meat processing plant and Lugansk State Academy of Culture into the army. The Russians are transporting Russian personnel to the captured Zaporizhia nuclear plant in Ukraine. Most of the nuclear power plant workers refuse to cooperate with the occupiers, so the Russians are bringing workers from Rosenergatam to the station. According to Ukrainian intelligence, proposals in the form of increased salaries and paid vacations, for example, in the occupied Crimea, do not help the occupiers. Consequently, the invaders plan to form a new staffing table for the station by the end of the month. Until the end of September, the station is planned to be disconnected from the Ukrainian network. In order to provide housing for displaced persons, the Russians conduct an inventory of housing in the occupied cities with subsequent resettlement in the apartments of those who left the city. To motivate Russians to move to occupied Ukraine, migrants receive a $120 bonus. Belarus is conducting exercises and a number of information operations that could be signs of readiness for a possible invasion of Ukraine. This was stated by Deputy Minister of Defense of Ukraine Anna Maler in an interview with Channel 24. She noted that at the moment a negative attitude towards Ukraine is being escalated in Belarus. We are considering all possible scenarios, including a threat from Belarus. Now a negative attitude towards Ukraine is being escalated in Belarus. This may be a marker that they are in a state of readiness as one of the scenarios, but we cannot predict 100%. However, the fact that their exercises are usually a cover for readiness, there are such signs, Mahler said. According to her, it is not excluded that the enemy can deliberately escalate the situation by such actions in order to carry out psychological attacks. 
and China's leader Xi Jinping did not accept Putin's invitation to come to Russia. It is noted that during a telephone conversation on June 15, Putin congratulated the Chinese leader on his 69th birthday and invited him to visit the Russian Federation, but Xi Jinping refused. Thank you for listening to us and helping to bring closer the victory of Ukrainians in the struggle for freedom and independence. Glory to Ukraine!